Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dana Buckler Show. My name is Dana, and I am pleased to welcome back. It's been a while. My good friend, Michael Hollander. How are you, sir? Doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good. How was, how was your Christmas? Christmas was great. You know, it's, uh, you know. It was a little bit busy for me. I imagine it was a little busy for you. Very busy. Listen, there's no better way to celebrate Christmas than over the top. I agree. I agree. Now, we have been doing the uh, the journey of Rocky Balboa. Just for the for the record, the listeners, we did record a Rocky Five episode. There was some audio technical issues, so we've decided to we're going to scrap that one and come back and revisit that probably another week or so. One of the other movies that we were always talking about doing was the 1987 Sylvester Stallone over the top. And so, Mike, the first question I have for you is a very tricky question to answer. Mm -hmm. Because if I was to ask you, what is Rambo First Blood Part 2 about? What is Cobra Mm -hmm. about? You know, what is the Rocky films about? What are they about? That's a pretty easy question to answer. So, if you were to describe to somebody that has never seen over the top, how would you describe this movie? Well, it's funny because, you know, I always watch the movie one time before before we do this, you know, just to you know, refamiliarize myself with it. And my son asked me, he's like, hey, daddy, what is over the top about? And I said, oh, shit, what is over the top about? And I was like, well, it's it's a guy who's picking up his son from school and he's bringing him across the country to see his mom and... Uh, and just some arm wrestling on the side and bars. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's a very bizarre premise for a film. <laughs> and it's one that I remember seeing like 87. It came out in 87. I was nine years old. It probably came out on video a year later. I saw it. And of course, as a 10-year-old, you know, great, greatest movie ever. I would love to see Big like, be in there when they're pitching this, pitching this movie, you know? I mean, at this point, you're, you're, it's 87. You're pitching this to Stallone. He's, he's on top of the world with the Rambo and the Rocky and, you know, even Cobra. I mean, yeah. Arm wrestling was peaking around in the 80s. It you know really I mean? was. <laughs> it was. It was about time that we got the definitive arm wrestling movie because I think a lot of questions about the <laughs> arm wrestling circuit uh, have been properly answered with this film. A lot of unanswered questions. So we're just going to just let's just go through this movie real quick. So the film opens up with our hero. Sylvester Stallone, Lincoln Hawk. And he is, he's at a truck stop. He's washing his truck. He's uh, getting everything nice and neat. He is getting dressed up. I mean, he's got something really important going on. And And he's still in great shape from... I mean, from Rocky, Rocky what, four, Rocky four, right, right up for Rocky four, two percent right, body fat. He's looking, looking good, looking really, really All good. Five foot four of him, you know. Absolutely. What I, mean? I mean, he's out there. He's brushing his teeth. He's he's combing his hair. I mean, he's, he's got a fully functional bathroom in that truck. He does. This is great. Uh, but it, it, we're also cut between that and a uh, a military school. You know, we just see a, like a, what looks like a graduation for like young cadets and uh, we see the, the camera focuses on one particular young man and it just kind of cut, cuts back and forth between Lincoln Hawk and this young man and then we quickly realize that uh, Hawk is on his way to go pick up somebody. I mean, this is a big graduation, it seems like, you know? This is like a definitive one. Now, his mom, we know why mom wasn't there. Yes. Got cancer in the hospital. Why wasn't grandpa there? Well, we're going to get to that in just a moment. Grandpa was a little bit late and we're going to get grandpa to that. Grandpa was late, but why was grandpa late? You know, we're going to get that. Well, here's the thing. Grandpa, I don't know why grandpa was late. You haven't seen your kid in 10 years. You know, y- your son has all this abandonment issues. 
At the very least, can you just be there for the kids' graduation? Why arrive late? Yeah, I think Hawk was late too. They're all late. Everybody's late. He's, to looking, this he's, one. he's looking around for like, where's mom? Where's my mommy and my daddy, my grandpa? And they and the, and the, they do a great job of this. Of the the kid's name is Michael. They do a great job of Michael just sort of looking, and everyone's taking family photos. And there's that interesting scene when when the uh, the, the, the general or the colonel, whoever says class dismissed, and everyone throws their hats up in the air, and okay. he doesn't throw his hat. He's he's had enough of this place already. He's ready to get out of there didn't even throw his damn hat didn't throw his hat yeah so you see him walking he's walking up to a limo and this is like the first time you kind of get the the the, sort of the uh the idea that he's kind of a spoiled little brat because he's just like is this the michael cutler limo and the limo driver's like yeah yes sir yeah Yeah. by the way sir absolutely where's my grandfather at uh i was told he's gonna be meeting you soon sir and then he gets uh you know somebody yells out to cutler cutler the colonel wants to see you by the way it (laughs) that guy almost dropped the ball whoever's supposed to grab him i mean Five seconds left. He's in the limo and he's gone. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, timing's everything on this. We're not even going to get to any arm wrestling if Michael Cutler <laughs> gets in this limo. So he gets up there. He gets into the colonel's office. And he's like, the colonel wishes to see me. And he's like, your father wishes to see you. And this is this is where he's like, I don't have no, a father. No, your father wishes to see you. Just be a little gentle here with this kid. What he's talking about. And, you know, so the kid's like, well, I don't have a father. And he's like, this is your father. And he's going to be, he's going to be. <laughs> Again, why, the dad's already up there in, in the colonel's office. Yeah. Why not go to the graduation? Yeah, celebrate a moment. Like you've just talked about how you haven't seen this kid in forever. This must be like a proud moment Great for you. Great transition though to see your son right now. So. Hawk, Hawk was late as, as Hawk was, usually is, unfortunately. You know? Yeah. We're going to, that's going to be established. So. Uh, Michael Cutler has a great line. He's like, may I see some identification? <laughs> and he produces a picture of him and his mom, a wedding photo. I'd want some hard identification. The colonel would probably, you know, you'd think he'd want some hard identification. I know they don't do a lot of Photoshop back then, but even that, even that looked Photoshopped as hell. I, 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 at that point, I'm like, is this the guy, this father? I don't yep. believe this right now. And there's a great scene when Hawk is pulling up in the truck and the, the guy at the gate's like, delivery's in the rear. He's like, no, I'm picking up Cadet Cutler. You don't think they'd be still like, whoa, whoa. Well, okay. <laughs> right, right. I promise you, this is the first time anyone has ever picked up somebody in a big rig. Here to pick up a kid, and, and mind you, yeah. they don't care. Yeah, they're but, like, go, go on in, go on in. But every other parent, is like, who's that? No, no, no. Who is this guy? What's going on? Huck gets out of the truck and he is walking up the stairs, and like everybody he walks by, just does a and just take, looks around. It's it's really not security though. Not security. Sure. No. Go on in. Yeah. He's waiting for you. <laughs> I'm here to pick up a kid. Go ahead. We don't care. Just go. So, you know, after a little back and forth, you know, they're like, look, you're the kids. Sorry, the colonel's colonel's like, all right, you're going with him. And so he walks up, he gets in the truck and he's just looking around the truck. There's pictures of him everywhere. It's nice. It's It's really nice. You know, Michael, Michael just says, can I say something to you, sir? You know, this truck's disgusting. And (laughs) this kid's so annoying in the beginning. Let me tell you, man. In the beginning. And and Hawk is very like soft spoken, you know? Absolutely. So they hit the road. And there's a little quick little scene where he's like, uh, where'd you get these pictures from me? And he's like, oh, you know, I've been writing to your mother and, uh, you know, he's, she's been sending me pictures. I want to see how you've grown up. And he's like, well, how come I never got a birthday card or anything like that? And he's like, oh, I've sent you tons of them. Right. What does he say? What does he say? Oh, I, I never got them or anything like that. And I, I thought that Hawk should have pressed a little bit more. No, I swear to you, I've been sending them. No, Your grandfather must have been taking them. I'm terribly sorry this happened. No, Hawk, again, just kind of eats He's it. just like, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, maybe I'm sending the wrong address. Hawk's like, oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, that's important. That's important foreshadowing because that's going to be a key plot point later on. Put that in your back pocket. That's right. Uh, so they start driving down the road. Uh, Michael says to, to Hawk, he's like, can you pull over? I'm going to be sick. 
And, you know, he gets, he tries to run away and he's like, I hate you. I hate you. And like, we're just establishing what the movie's doing is establishing that, you know, Michael doesn't like this. He doesn't like the situation sure. he's in. He wants to get away. He's angry with his father. Pull, let me pull over. I'm sick, though. And you just run off in the middle of traffic. It, he could have been killed or he could have killed someone else in the road. This wasn't a single. This wasn't a two lane road. This was a, an interstate. <laughs> was a six, six lanes. And he just decides to just run out into the traffic. Could have been, could have every, very easily been killed. Movie over again. Cut back to the grandfather, Robert Loja, in the colonel's office, demanding to know where his grandson is. And I think has a legitimate right to ask. <laughs> like, give, the, give him a heads up. Call grandpa, give him a heads up, yeah. maybe. Do you think the mom might have said? Like, obviously, the, right. mom, the mom has got communication with the grandfather. And you think the mom would have just called and said, hey, by the way, you know, dad... I'm going to do this. Yeah, let's, let's try to avert a scene here. I mean, how, how far was that? I mean, did they have to fly in for this situation? I think it's been established that like they're on the East Coast because he's like, how, because Michael says to him, how long is it going to take? And he's like, well, I got to pick up another load. So he's working. This is a work trip. <laughs> you know? All right, right. He's on the job. He's like, I got to pick up another load. Well, you know, two, was, three days, we'll be in was, LA. Why was grandpa even there, though? I, th- I thought it he was, was going to the limo. He was going to the limo, he's, though, he's, in the beginning. Ex- exactly. Why but, was the limo there? The limo's there to wait for Grandpa well, to come to that go into limo it? driver who was terrified of the kid. Imagine the explanation he's got to give to the grandfather <laughs> when he doesn't have the kid there. So that grandfather, he's he and his posse, including Terry Funk, are uh, Terry Funk in the house. They, they, you know, and the grandfather, I think, again, has every legitimate reason to be upset. Like, wait a second, you let what? Now what? You let my you let my grandson go with this guy in a big rig across the country? Poor guy. You know, his, his daughter dying in the hospital. Even someone, someone took his, his kid, the 12-year-old. Yeah. And so we've got Michael and Hawk. They're driving. And Hawk says, yeah, are you hungry? You know, there's a place down the road for great steak. And the kid's like, not really. And he's like, oh, let's just give it a try. And they, they pull into this truck stop. And they go right up to the counter. I remember, but when you, when you walk, in to the tr- walk into the truck stop, what's the first thing you hear? Frank Stallone. Absolutely. It's a Frank Stallone song. You of know what course. I mean? Of course. You need to have Frank in there. It's in Stallone. It was in Stallone's rider in his claws in every contract <laughs> right. that every movie he did in the 1980s had to have his brother at least do one original song. It's 80s style, man. It 80s is. style, boy. And Hawk walks into this truck stop and everyone's like, hey, Lincoln, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Like, oh, every, yeah. Everybody knows this guy. Everybody no, knows he's Lincoln. He's a star, man. He's a star. They sit at the counter. The waitress comes up and she's like, hey, Lincoln, how you doing? It's good to see you. Then he's, this is my son. And he's, you know, she's, this is my son. And, and Michael's like, nice to meet you, ma'am. She's like, oh, ma'am, I, I appreciate that. And she goes, so what will it be? A couple of big steaks couple for of, you guys? A couple of big steaks. <laughs> and I, I want to talk about, you and I both worked in the restaurant Served industry. We, we were servers together at the same restaurant. I wish it was that easy. I wish I could walk up to a table and be like, hey, so uh, a couple of filet mignons, guys. A couple like, of big fillets. A couple of big steaks for you there. Uh, as a consumer, you would probably like, well, I'd, I'd like to know what types of steaks what, that you what have. What cut of steak is it? Um, you know, is how it many a, ounces is, is this well, big steak? Is this big steak going to be well marbled? Is it going to be prime? Uh, and uh, can, can you Pittsburgh it here? You have the- but on the opposite side of that, you know, uh, Link's, Lincoln says, "I'll have the steak. Michael have the chicken." And you heard the you heard the waitress go, uh, "Fried fried fried bird or something like that." And he goes, "Oh no!" Michael goes, "Well, hold on a second, hold on a second. You know, for a man who exercises, you've got a lot to learn about nutrition." And it's he's, a little nasty little thing. He, man. Goes, he goes, he goes, a fried chicken dinner with mashed potatoes has a thousand <laughs> calories and fifty percent fat. 
and I, I feel like telling him, he's talking about cholesterol and how it's, you know, leads to heart disease. That's debunked science, too. You know what I mean? He ain't that smart. No. You know what I mean? That's 80s nutrition. That's, you know? Exactly. That's High fat. This movie is 33 years old. Right, so there's exactly. a couple things we, we'll, we'll, we're going to touch on that. So the waitress says, so what are you going to have? And he's like, uh, tuna, sa- tuna salad, whole wheat toast, and a spring water. Now, I want to say something. Do you think the, wait- the waitress probably should have said, hey, Maybe order something right off the menu. I right. mean, I mean, it, it, there's so many restaurants. So many in so many movies. I just see people just never order off the menu. They just tell them what they want. Don't even look, man. Right. Exactly. I've never done that once in my life, Michael. I've never gone to a restaurant and the server come up to me and say, "So what do you be?" And I'm just gonna be like, "You know what? I'm in the mood for. Uh, how about a you know corned beef sandwich? Uh, you know, I'm, pressed." I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. I mean. When you're serving, the one thing I used to hate more than anything is when someone would say, let me, uh, let me do the, uh, I'm going I'm to go ahead and do. I hate, go ahead, let me do. You yep. know what I mean? Just say, you know, just order normally, you know? Can I have, may I have, I mean, how do you order? Do you say, can I have, may I have? Uh, me, I mean, obviously, you know, haven't been in the industry. I'm just like, uh, if it's possible, could I please <laughs> right, have, right. you know, I try to be as nice as if possible. If the chef would, my, offline. Yeah. Offline, <laughs> so, <laughs> Inside joke there. <laughs> so, you know, you know, just, I, I've I've never once gone into a restaurant and just said, you know what? Just give me this. Let me let me do the big steak and. Uh... When all of this is happening, you see a, a a really ominous looking guy in a pair of overalls <laughs> with a blonde mullet and his goon squad walking up behind Hawk, and he just goes, he goes, you Hawks. Hawk Lincoln turns around and looks, and he goes, who's asking? He did say Hawks too. He, he did say he Hawks. Pluralized he pluralized. I noticed. Say, yeah. I'm like, what you're going to catch that. You're going to get that a few times in this right, movie. I'm wondering. Hawk or Hawks? I kind of like Hawks actually. Hawk sounds good. It's easier for me to say it. It just rolls off the tongue a little you bit hawks? easier. And until until you until you use the possessive form of Hawks, then it gets weird. Yeah? That's, that's, that's Hawks's truck. Things can get a little bit complicated with that. <laughs> Hawks's. So the guy just goes. He goes. Are, are you Hawks? And he goes. Who's asking? He goes. I'm the Smasher. <laughs> oh. Hawk Lincoln goes. Nice name. And he goes. He goes. You know, all I've been hearing on the road is that this Hawks is the man to beat. Lincoln just goes. And I, I just happen to be in the very trucks up in America that Hawks is at. Exactly. And he's so he just walked. And then uh, Lincoln goes. Uh, he goes. We well, can't believe everything you hear. And he goes. I don't. I don't believe anything. <laughs> I don't believe it at all. And then you hear so someone. Why the, are you so amped up at this point? And you hear someone in the background go, "Get him! Get him, Smasher! Kick his ass, Seabass!" <laughs> and, so, and he goes, "I got a thousand bucks." That says, uh, "Smasher says I got a thousand bucks." Says I can tear your arm off right now. I want to see that money. By the way, I, I don't trust that Smasher is no. a, a G on him right now. Thousand dollars in 1987 is a lot of money. I mean, are we to assume that Lincoln's carrying that kind of money around I as well? So. I mean, wait, I guess I guess maybe he's an arm wrestling hustler, like like the kid says. And uh, so Lincoln just says, "All right, let's do it." And then Smasher says, "All right, sm- uh, set up the table, set up the table." <laughs> so and here's the thing, you know, I'm, I'm a sensitive soul. So the, the thing I'm thinking at that point is, you know, this is maybe sort of the poor decision making that Hawks has made in the past that let him where he's at now with his kid because he just gets up and stay here kid I gotta go like, leave your kid in a fucking truck stop he, he doesn't know where he's at never been in the situation his whole life the kid literally says dad are you gonna fight this guy <laughs> and, and and he goes he goes no I'm uh gonna go to work <laughs> right. he said, I'm gonna go to work like, this kid must be scared of his mind I'm starting to empathize a little bit with the grandfather about right, why he right. doesn't want his son to spend any time right. with this, this, this guy is- Again, poor decision making by Hawks. This unfortunately, is, this is exactly yeah. the reason why that there's been this long gap of why he hasn't seen his I'm son. I think the grandfather might have, you know, I mean, have a real bone to pick here. Sounds to me, this is not the first time that Hawks has uh, participated in this. He's 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 probably, you know, this this got to be a whole circuit. I mean, every truck stop. I, I'm assuming every truck stop 
has a arm wrestling table uh, in it up in the 80s of course i mean of th- course. we live close by the interstate <laughs> we sh- after this let's take a drive up to one of these truck stops and let's just see what happens kick his ass dana and so and so all of I a sudden you come up to him you know what i mean instead of smasher it's you yeah hi how you doing uh hi, hi. how are you hi. This, I'm, I'm dana <laughs> dana the server i just thought you maybe all i've been hearing oh i'd be a thousand dollars i mean a thousand dollars how's 50 bucks <laughs> i'm gonna do the big i'll do the big steak <laughs> <laughs> so, so obviously they walk into this back room, and by the way, leaves again. Just say, just say, hey kid, come with me. Yeah. So you don't know. Yeah. Stay here, or maybe tell the the waitress. Mind keeping an eye on him for a moment. <laughs> right. They totally leave him there. So he walks into this back room, and there's like three hundred people there. <laughs> Everybody's Literally. got their money out. With betting boards. Yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's already on it. And so he walks up, and this is the first time. By the way, we need to point out that Hawks has been wearing a baseball cap this whole time. Of course. And this is the first time we see him walk up to the table, and he's got himself all psyched up, and he just takes his hat, and he turns it around yeah. backwards. Good music at this point. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, it's like a high-pitched squeal. Really setting the tone for this. Uh, they get up, do the quick arm wrestle. Hawks does his little move, his little over the top. You see the fingers come up across. Is he... Uh- my whole life growing up, I thought that move is, was the over-the-top move. Yeah, no, I was under the impression but that's what we do. It seems as if over-the-top might be to, it's not that. It might be something like, go over the top. They're all saying go over the top, but not everyone's doing that move. It's something else. Over-the-top, that must be some sort of movement, you know, some sort of technical the camera, arm wrestling The movement. camera really pans in on this particular move, and we're going to see that a little later on. In and Exactly, but the, the one the over-the-top move that he does in the beginning and a couple times, it's kind of a, a quick kind of move. It's not... Not as exaggerated as that big over-the-top movie does, you know, at the end of the film, you know, which we'll get to. Absolutely. So we got so Hawk. I mean, went, as, as a kid, when you arm wrestled, did you ever mock the? Did you ever do that move, the over-the-top? After seeing the movie, yes. To this point, whenever I arm wrestle, which is you know, bi-weekly, I always I, I arm wrestle. Uh, I'm a competitive arm wrestler, as you know. I, you know, I do. The, I do. I do know circuit. that, and that's why it was so important to bring you on here because I thought the insight that you could bring <laughs> right, into exactly. uh, into the professional, and I know you just do, used to run in the underground arm wrestling scene. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. know, I, I was world champion Midwest back in the early '90s. You know, that was that was a really Midwest, yes, yes. I mean, that's I mean, that was where it was at. Uh, I know you ran into some some trouble in Toledo, but that's not something you want to talk about. No, I'm not not, not, not on, for another podcast. Now this isn't. You know yeah, I mean? we'll we'll make that a Patreon exclusive episode. Your troubles in Toledo. So he wins the fight. He wins the, he wins the arm wrestling match. By the way, while this match is going on, Michael's still sitting at the counter. In walks this giant man, this massive guy. Love Bull Hurley. Bull Hurley. Love Bull Hurley. Walks up to the kid, puts his basically puts his arm around the kid and just places it on his hand. And he says, why are you with him? What, what are you was, doing was with his him? Hand on something. He was, his, his, his like what Stallone's was, got this little squeeze ball, this little blue like right, squeeze right, ball, right. and the kid's holding on to that. And Bull just comes around, and puts his hand right on top of the kid's hand. What are you doing with that man? He goes, "He's my father." And he goes, Ugh, "Sucks for you, <laughs> you know." That was that was nice. I thought it was a nice little foreshadowing too of the relationship. You know, he quickly and immediately in, in a time of trouble. That's my father. That's my father. You know, that's yeah, good. Absolutely, that's good. absolutely. So, and again, another Bull Hurley. The consummate professional, the consummate competitor. I mean, Bull Hurley's the best. Everyone knows it. He hasn't lost in five years. Yeah. 
And is he trying to intimidate the kid, or is he trying to get in background information on one of his main rivals, well, Hawks? He, he knows because everybody, everybody, they, everybody says that Hawks is the man to beat. So right, he's he's doing a little research right now. You need to know the background of your competitor. That's why Bull Hurley was the best, and people don't know that about Bull Hurley. You know, and, and Bull Hurley was, was a professional. He an was actual he, professional. Five. He was a real like real real arm wrestler. I mean, real trucker, real arm wrestler. Was he a real trucker too? I mean, let's just go with that. I isn't mean. that? I mean, that isn't that kind of like go, uh, yeah. they go hand in hand? I mean, <laughs> go hand in hand. I mean, uh, no. Uh, Unintended. Not not to jump to the end of the movie, but you hear that when they al- announce Lincoln, he's from the from the trucker division. <laughs> the trucker division. That's right. <laughs> Lincoln wins the arm wrestling match. He comes back to the kid. Bull's got a little 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 message for uh for Lincoln. He says, "Oh, got lucky again here, huh, Hawks? Hawks, there Hawks, it is, right, on right, Hawks." Right. And he's like, "How you doing, Bull?" He's like, "Better than you." He goes, Bull always has a comeback. He's always he's got always got a. You can have a normal conversation with Bull Hurley. It's just all, all intimidation all the time. So, so he goes he goes double or nothing. Bull says double or nothing. I feel like kicking some ass right now. And he does, Daddy doesn't even say in a really intimidating matter. Yeah. Like it just, it's just, he's like, I just feel like kicking some ass. You want to help me out? Exactly. Like exactly. Kicking some ass. He goes, you know what? Uh, how about double or nothing? You know, I just feel like kicking a little ass right now. Big Bull Hurley, boy. And, I love Bull Hurley. And and Lincoln just says, let's wait for Vegas. And Bull says a great line. He goes, Vegas, you don't got a prayer in Vegas. So, so what does that mean? Like now he does, but what, Bull, does he, I guess Bull Hurley turns it on in Vegas or something? Yeah, well, I think Bull needs the money. Bull I mean, needs the money. You know? And so we're, we're back in the truck. But you, well, you know what Bull Hurley probably had for had to eat there. He probably had a couple big steaks. He had a couple of big steaks. He had a couple of the big steaks. <laughs> a couple of big steaks. <laughs> so, so, but this is where I want to just talk about this for a moment. So the movie, this is like 20 minutes into the film, all right? This is like the first action set piece, this arm wrestling match we don't see a lot more action for a long stretch of this movie the next 40 minutes is just going to be the two of them on the road what happens during this in this scene we get them sleeping in the truck exercising the next day Mm -hmm. you know there Mm -hmm. was that scene when he said he was going to be sick and hawk had to chase his son he ripped one of the sleeves off his jacket and so he takes the other sleeve off turns it into a vest for him bonding a little bit of bonding going on they get there's a scene where um you know, little Michael's talk. He's oh, oh, it's very important. I got to mention that in this truck, uh, Hawk has constructed a Nautilus system. <laughs> yes, he's got his own little workout machine there. Yeah. What yeah. do you think about that? That's but it's obviously you can't be doing that with your left hands. He's, this is just to work out his arm for for driving. Exactly. I, he, he was doing it. He was he was showing him how. To, and then the kid took it. The kid was doing it pretty easily too. I, I don't think there's many weight that much weight on that. No, it's, it can't be. It's got to be a, a lot of repetition. Yeah, but good. But good. For, listen, he, he's training even when you're working. Out. I, I have a little thing in the car. Where I'm I'm squeezing. You know what I mean? So always work out in the car when you can. You're always in the car a lot. You know, uh, absolutely. I have the gripper in the car. I've got a lot of things in the car too. I like to do. So. Absolutely, I got a little speed bag that's just hanging off. Right. The, you know, you know, just constantly. You know, we, it, <laughs> and uh, you know, the, the kid ends up driving the truck. It's all about bonding. Yeah, so, very, very dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah, yeah let's put a twelve-year-old car, car was coming. Twelve-year-old behind the rig, <laughs> behind, behind, behind the wheel of a big rig. You know, and uh, that's so that's a scene. And this is all, but but this is kind of boring. You know, like this is a. But, but the, these are these are Stallone movies, right? I mean, this is the exact. This is what we're in Rocky. Start with start with a little fight scene. Yeah. Then there's 45 minutes of a lot of emotion and drama. But he builds drama well, though. I mean, he builds it. He builds it. 
You know, he does. Listen, if I give Stallone credit for anything, for as ridiculous as this movie was, he was all in on the acting. He, he was, was he was giving it a hundred percent. He did a great job. Um, and you know, for me, I, I felt the relationship, you know, between him and the boy, you know, growing and changing. And I, you know, I, I was invested in the characters. He, he does a good job at that, you know. And that's that's the without that, we're probably not talking about over the top right now. No, you know what I mean, you're absolutely right. And um, during this scene, we get um, the first of about seven times that we hear the Kenny Loggins anthem meet me halfway <laughs> it's a tearjerker it really right? is it's, it's a great can't can't lie i knew i knew that we were going to be doing this episode this morning when i had my coffee little spotify i was like let's listen to a little over the top sound but again no ironically what is hawks telling the kid the entire time the world's not going to meet you halfway going to meet you halfway but the song is saying meet me halfway do you think that was on their on their uh, radar or I do think, you think i think what they did was they showed kenny loggins like six minutes of this movie and said we need you to write an original song for this right and that was the part they showed him and he's like well i don't know if i necessarily agree with that or maybe 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 they the maybe. clip started with lincoln going uh halfway and that's all they showed him <laughs> Wait, 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 meet me halfway. Then what? What's the next line? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, across the across the sky, across the across, stars. Okay, oh, one of those things. Across the star. Man, but life won't meet you halfway, though, will it? No, no. I mean, I don't know if it's a love song or not. But anyway, but so. It, wait, and, and speaking of that, was it a love song? Uh, maybe it's me. I don't know. You can. Because I want to talk to you about this one part. He, he, he's with the kid for a day. He hasn't seen the kid in ten years, and they're gonna, they're going to sleep in a truck, which is awkward as hell. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you can. Can rest your head on my shoulder if you want. And I'm like, all right, calm, put, pump the brakes a little bit. You it's it's getting a little weird. You want to acclimate the kid in back, you know, and you say so you haven't seen him in 10 years. That might be a little uncomfortable. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do this to, him, to, him, to my dad now. I don't understand. Lincoln. You just won a thousand dollars. There's got to be a Super Eight motel <laughs> like, that's that back then is going to cost twenty five bucks for two double beds. Lincoln's a penny. Pin- hey, Hawk's a penny pincher. Hawk is a penny pincher. You know obviously, I mean? like why are you not dropping thirty bucks for a hotel room? You got a thousand dollars. No, you've got you. You have two thousand because you would have had a would have had to have a thousand just to get into that match. Got a kid you haven't seen in ten years. Get the kid a hotel room. Get him a hotel Please, room. Let Hawks. him know that you got a little stability in your life. <laughs> right. Which I want to get to that too. Actually, yeah. so. So we get to the next day. And, and by the way, uh, back to the Kenny Loggins thing, just for a moment. I'm sure that Stallone sat down with the director and said, you know what was really effective in Rocky Four Music montages. That's right. So let's make sure we've got six of them in this movie. Oh, exactly. And that's, exactly. yeah, because I mean, the music montage was very big in the 1980s. I mean, it, it, it worked, man. It always it's works. Effective. You know, but you, you have that good song, you know, and that's they have the key. good song. And it's again, effective. It's very I, I, effective. I, 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 I'm sure that he gave Frank Sloan first crack at it, though. Come on, Frank. This is the one, Frank. Come yeah. on, buddy. Give Frank, me a good one. Frank's song, unfortunately, was called Meet Me All the Way. Right. Meet me. Right, right. Meet me all the way. With like a little, like, you know, what, what do you call little, it? The, little, uh, little synthesizer. Little synthesizer. And yeah. Was, <laughs> Like Frank, listen, Frank. We need you to tone it down just a little you know bit. What? Frank, we like this song, but we're gonna go ahead and uh, we're gonna put it somewhere else in the movie. We're gonna put it in the beginning of the truck stop scene for five seconds, Frank. You know, thank you very much, Frank. Absolutely. Uh, so, like, I-, I wrote, "I'm gonna fly now." You know, just, <laughs> screaming at him. So they they stop at another little little diner, and this is where Stallone he's he's ready to instill a little bit of uh, you know he wants Michael to know that he you know what you, you're a tough kid you're a tough kid I'm gonna prove it to you right. he sees a group of hooligans playing a little pinball little I mean, teenage hooligans hooliganed out man yeah I mean, hooliganed they, out they, they, they look like from the like 1975 had, had like, the gloves with no the gloves. fingers no from, fingers the fingerless like gloves they were, like about to go to like a Sex Pistols concert or something you know and I mean? he just, <laughs> he goes up there and he challenges them he says listen my boy here can can beat any one of you two out of three. 
10 to one, your $10, my $10 against your $1. Didn't need to do the odds thing. I mean, I hear them, yeah. but you don't need to do yeah. the odds I mean, thing. listen, it would have just been a pride thing. Wouldn't even have to be about money. Exactly. And, yeah, exactly. And then he fights. They do the arm wrestling They do the arm wrestling. Kid loses the first match. And again, again, this kid is just a little aggressive fucker. Excuse my language, yeah. but this guy's aggressive and in his face. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, You're nothing. Kill. You're nothing. You know what I mean? Like a little mini Bull Hurley. He's about a foot taller than him foot as well. Taller. His kid's got to be at least 15 or 16 but, years old. He's but but he's got the gloves on. But he's no, got, but but what does Hawks say? Get the glove off. Get you know the glove. I mean? He does say get the glove. Got to be, let's get this off. It's got to be yeah. official. This is, gotta, yeah, listen, I've been in I've been in the game long enough. This is uh, you know, this is how we in, in Toledo the gloves come <laughs> off. Right. This is listen, yeah, so, so so they, they start arm wrestling. The kid loses, loses the first match, runs out, starts crying. Runs out. I hate you, I hate you. If you want all you want to do was embarrass me, well, when, you've done it. Whenever something goes wrong with this kid, he hates him immediately. Yeah, I hate they you through the entire movie. We just had 30 minutes of them bonding, laughing, Doesn't everything's matter. going great. Now no. he hates him. He hates him. He hates him. So what's so? This is where he gives him this. This is where Hawk gives him the speech. Imagine not only say like he hates you. You know what I mean? He's like you. What? Is, how does he say it? You left him, but you abandoned me. You abandoned me, like, and you were a loser. And now you want me to be a loser? It's like God. I just came right off the cuff. Dude. <laughs> this kid is just. I mean, he's good at insulting his father it's on a, the spot. I'll give you this. It's effective. <laughs> You're a loser, and now you want me to be a loser. And this is the most animated you see Hawks get. Like he's like, "Well, Mike, like, you know, he's getting a little tensed up." He's like, "It's like this is where he says it. World's, world's not going to meet you halfway. You know, you got, you got, you're, you're, you're tougher than these guys. You're stronger than these guys. Let's you go. can do it. You're my boy. You're my boy. You're That's my right. boy." And That's so right. he, he gets back out there. He gets him to come back in, and then he turns again. He turns. Michael's wearing the baseball cap. He turns the baseball cap around. Michael hits the, you know, wins the next two matches. I don't, I don't, I don't, what's that actor's name? I don't, do you know offhand the actor's name? No. Mike, what's his name? Was he, was he in anything else? Not, you know? not that I can recall. He's a, he's a good little actor, man. You know, this, this, this kid made the movie to a certain extent as well. Yeah. You look, I mean? look, I'm not going to deny that he was, I mean, he was, I thought he was a little annoying in the beginning, but, but, that's but, part, that's but part of the that, equation. Yeah. Again, it was effective. Who, 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 who do you like better? You like, you like him better? Or do you like his kid in Rocky uh, Five's performance better? Oh no, I got to give it to the kid in Over the Top. That's right. Yeah, that's right. No, no. Right. I mean, R.I.P. Sage. You know, he but did good too. He did good too. He did good too. He, he did too. But this, this this kid did a very good job of making them. Without, without him, man, you don't. You know, the movie is not what it is. You know. So, so, so if this this arm wrestling match, if this is supposed to be the, um, you know, the second action set piece, yeah, it's a little underwhelming. <laughs> However. As soon as that match is over, it's like, let's call mom. And they get on the phone with the mom and Michael's telling mom, you know, I, yeah. you know, dad, let me drive the truck. I just, you know, beat this monster of a guy in an arm wrestling match. And the five mom, foot six, he's five foot, no, 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 he's bigger. Mom, mom, this guy was a monster. Right, right. And, uh, and you know, the, the, it cuts to the mom who's in the hospital bed. She's getting ready to have heart surgery and she's super faint. Right. But, and she, she, but she, like it's she, a little, she's happy. And, and, and she's, I'm so proud of and you. And deep down in her heart, she's like, I'm really fucking smart. I yeah. knew this was gonna work. I, I knew, knew this. It. I knew this was I gonna knew. work. And, she, and she's calling Hawks, honey. Yeah. Have you heard this? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on there? <laughs> so, so we get. Um, I love you. Oh, very good, honey. Put Hawks on. I think she yeah. wants to get back with Hawks. I think so. I you think this I mean? is a rekindling. Oh, honey, very put Hawks on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's about Hawks. So Hawks gets on the phone, and you see Michael in the background. He's all flexing his muscles. He's all proud of himself. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like two goons just come and grab him. And take them. And this is when this is. I wrote down in my notes here. This is uh, this is when the music just goes like again, just just really really bad decision making with on Grandpa's part. I mean, if you love your kid, you really don't want to put him through this experience if you can help it. You know, of two goons grabbing you and throwing you in the back of a pickup truck and taking off with you. Literally hired a hit squad to get his kid back. (laughs) 
All right. They were having a hit squad, though. These people didn't seem like as soon as things they were, went bad, they, they were, took off. They were driving a piece of shit truck. <laughs> all right. And it, I mean, and they and Hawks, he gets out there. He's got a fist fight with one of them. And then he gets in his rig and he, he I mean, but we need another action set piece because uh, nothing has happened in the past I half an hour. That, but I, I understand the movie's need for, for more action. But even in that, Hawks has got to understand, don't ram the truck that your kid is in, even if he's being kidnapped, because you could kill the kid or hurt, badly hurt him. I think he was trying to pit maneuver. <laughs> is that what it was? I a think I, it was attempting a pit maneuver. <laughs> so he's successful. And it works. And it works. He successfully gets the truck. He gets he gets Michael back. And he just tells him, you you tell me staying with me. The boy's staying with me. You told me staying with me. Hawks knew it was up from the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hawks wasn't con- knew it was and, happening. And this is where Michael says, who were they? And he goes, you better ask your grandfather. Right. You know, like. And again. You know, as a new age father, as I am, you know, you know, I'm, I'm not with the um, with, with the mother of my son. You know, you never bad mouth the, the other parents. No. You know, again, Hawks, bad parenting right there. Don't say, ask your grandfather what happened. Like, just don't yeah. do it. It's yeah. not going to help anything. You know, you don't have to get that out there, Hawks. So Hawks, Hawks needs some parenting courses. And I, ho- I, ho- I hope he got them. So, exactly. You exactly. Know. So by this point. We're now in Los Angeles. So two or three days of Eclipse. Uh, I did write down that um, little bit of product placement in there, that load he picked up. He was hauling Brute Aftershave. I saw, I saw the Brute Aftershave. I saw that. Of all, of all the companies, of all the things he could be hauling, Brute, Brute. is the one that won that little, uh, little auction. Brute's the one. Uh, there's a scene right before they get to the hospital where Michael asks Hawks, you know, why did you leave? Can I ask you, why did you leave? And Hawk's right. just like, you know what? And I give, I give, I'm going to say Stallone, I give Hawk credit. He goes, look, you know, I, you know, I made a mistake. I made a bad decision. You know, I can't take it back. You know, I'm trying to make it right. And you're thinking, well, bonding is officially completed. Like there, sure. everything's going to be okay. Meanwhile, we're an hour into this movie. We've had one and a half arm wrestling matches, <laughs> a car chase. Again, I ask you, what genre of film is this? So it's 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 arm it's arm wrestling drama slash thriller. You know, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's about you know parenting. I I don't know, hundred percent. The one unleft question throughout the entire movie for me, because he's he was asked it maybe like three or four times throughout. Why did you leave? What yeah. happened? Every time, let's just say I made a mistake. Like, yeah. He never <laughs> tells why he left. Something happened Something in Toledo. Terrible happened yeah. in Toledo. Something in Toledo ter- was terrible. <laughs> so we get to the hospital and they're all dressed up. Hawks is back wearing the suspenders. You know, I noticed that. I noticed he had the suspenders, no belt oh, yeah. on, you know, the shirt. Uh, Michael's wearing, you know, he's got a tie on. They're, they're, they're coming to see Ready mom. to see mom. He goes up to the nurses. He, you know, he asked to see, you know, the mom. The nurse is like, oh, you're going to have to speak to the doctor. Like, this is this goes on a little longer. Wait, than she, she, she underwent a surgery. Yeah, she right. already had. She had. She had. She had the surgery. She died, at, she died on the table. She died. She died during the open heart surgery. I mean, shouldn't she, again? Shouldn't she before? They kind of know there's a, there's a high level, there's a high degree that you're going to die on the table. Call your son beforehand. Don't have him just yeah. come to the hospital. And, and right there, right there at the reception area, they all know what's going on. Maybe, maybe the mom could have said, hey, look, I know it would take you three days to get out here. Why don't you guys get on a plane? I'll cover the cost right, of the ticket. Right, right. You know, spend some time. Yeah. Spend some because, quality time here. Because, you know, I'm dying and will most likely die on the operating table. So, yeah. There's no reason to take your your, your beat-up truck that's worth $7,000. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. We'll get to that in a moment. You know, the doctor comes out and says, I'm sorry. You know, your 
you know, she died on the operating table, and and Hawk is just like, oh no, no, and Michael. I mean, they, they they can't take him to another room. I, mean, I don't no. know how it works in hospitals, but like that's right in the opening and open area. They tell the doctor, doctor, doc, the, doctor, the, doctor, the, doctor. the nurses can, can't say anything. The nurses yeah. are just distraught, and uh, there just happens to be a doctor. Well, I think you need to speak to one of our doctors. Hey, right. hey, hey, Bill, nice white hair, yeah. yeah, doctor. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. oh yeah, she's dead. Yeah, he he says it so matter of fact. I'm sorry to say your wife has died. Right. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm just going to say, you know, like uh, my mom is a doctor. And what happens and to the kid? What, what, what happens to the kid? Runs. Yes. It my, takes listen, off. my mom is an emergency, a retired emergency room physician. Oh, yeah. And I and I asked her, you know, obviously in the emergency room, she's had to give that talk more times. Like she said, more times than she wants to. And it is is something that she handles with compassion every time she's there is a room that there's they'll a room. take. There's a room they'll take you into. There's a room that you'll sit down and, you know, they'll explain everything that happened and they'll stay with you as long as you need to be there. You know, he just comes <laughs> up and he's like, hi, uh, Hawks, right? Yep. She died. <laughs> and uh, I've got to go. <laughs> I'm gonna go now. And so Michael goes out there. He Michael's out. He runs out to the truck. He's crying. He's like, "I hate you. I hate you. I hate you." If you hadn't, oh yeah, he hates him again immediately. Hates him again. If it wasn't for you, my mom would be alive. And you're disgusted. You're a loser. It's like, oh god, we're back to square one, man. And then he runs over to a cab. He goes, "Take me to the car." Oh, going. That's right. In the cab. Now you would think a cab driver. A little kid runs up and says, "You think the cab driver would be like, uh, you got any money?" Right. You would think that hawks. Who's been so good at like stopping this sort yeah. of stuff? Hawks is uh, definitely the, the de- you know, he's he's uh, he's dejected at this point. He, he has demonstrated that he can catch up to vehicles before. Yeah, that, that one he couldn't just follow the yeah, cab. Let let him go. Let the kid go. So we don't know how much time has elapsed, but then we see the Cutler Estate, Beautiful. the grandfather estate, Beautiful the Regal estate. Regal 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 Estate. He pulls up to the truck to the he pulls the truck up to the gates. Walks up to the gates. There's a security guy. There's another guy in his suit. He's like, I- I'd like to see, you know, Grandpa Cutler. Very respectfully, yeah, he's as like, far as I'm him. concerned. And the guy says, now you're not welcome here. Right. And he goes, I want to see my boy. <laughs> well, it gives him the eyes. Almost yeah. like the, the yeah. turn the hat eyes. Yeah, I want to see my boy. He goes, not going to happen. Get, pack your shit and get out of here. And he does. And he does. And he, he backs and up. He backs the truck up. Because, you, know, you know, if you want to see your child, um, and, and that, under those circumstances, there's only one thing you can do, you know, you, you, get, you get an attorney and fight this legally yeah. or that could take a little time. Yeah, it could take a little time. But he so wants to see his boy. He wants to see his boy. But he wants to see his boy right now. Yeah. So he's got he's going to go with option B, which is option. taking the truck, ramming it through the gate and not only ramming it through the gate. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's not enough. That, that's not enough. You would think maybe just through the gates. Maybe that's you get you get the gates open. Now you can right. get out. No, no, no. He proceeds across the lawn. Uh, takes out this beautiful fountain. <laughs> it was, a, it was he, a beautiful fountain he took out. It was an incredible fountain. And at that point, if I was him, all right, now we can stop. You we, made your point. We can stop the vehicle. No. No, no, no. Because he's not sure if the door is going to be locked or not. So he's just going to go ahead and take care of that. Mind you, again, the boy could be right near the door. No, I mean, no, anyway, the, he could have He could be putting his some. shoes on at the, on the opposite. Daddy, I want to see you. Right yeah. the door right now. He, so he takes tragedy, the, that would have been. drives the truck right through the front doors. <laughs> And then he gets out. So you see this truck. You see the front of this truck inside this mansion. And he gets out. And then the grandpa. By, by the way, that was the same mansion that was in Scarface. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I might be. I, I don't know that for a fact. Sure looked like it. Sure looked like it. In fact, I have nothing to back that up. <laughs> no, it, it just no. looked like. I it. think they painted it because it wasn't red. <laughs> I think they gave it a nice, a nice, nice once over. They. Wa- but that was the attitude of the grandfather, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, he, 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 he had a Scarface. He was at the top of the stairs. Say yeah. hello to my little. Friend. At that point, I don't know what's going on in this movie. He's ramming trucks in the walls. You know, what he, I mean? he come, the grandfather comes to the so- top of the stairs and he goes, "Hawks, <laughs> Hawks." He goes, "He goes, Hawks." He goes. What have you done? <laughs> and 
He's got this big rake in his. Car. You know, at that point, like that's when I really kind of um, identify with the grandfather. I'm, that's how, exactly how I feel. What have you done? You really think you're? Gonna, I'm going to give him to you yeah. under these circumstances? I mean, you took it. Like you, you got him involved in underground wrestling at truck stops. That's right. bad enough. That's enough for a judge to grant me full custody. <laughs> this, 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 and then. Like, so, oh, all right, Hawks. Here's the boy. Yeah. He goes, I just want to see my boy. All and, Mi- right. and Michael comes up to the stairs. He's like, and then he goes, Michael, come with me. Michael's like <laughs> looking at, there's a big rig in the foyer. He's probably going to go, all right, dad's lost his mind a little bit here. <laughs> Daddy. So Hawks gets arrested. And I'm telling you, within a matter of minutes, there's a helicopter in the, you can hear a helicopter. That's right. That's right. There's cops everywhere. Now, this is a question I want to ask you, Michael, as an attorney. Yes. So I'm, I'm here for my attorney skills. And for my arm wrestling experience. Exactly. Exactly. And we, it was it was what happened to you in Toledo that inspired you to want to become an attorney. But that's a story for another. I, I made a mistake. Just yeah, let's just say. What I, ha- I mean, <laughs> are you ever going to tell me what happened in Toledo? I just, I made a mistake. You made a mistake. Uh, I made a mistake and that won't ever happen again. <laughs> so, so based on your experiences, um, what kind of charges would Hawks be looking wow, at right now? That's a good question. That's a good question. Is this attempted kidnapping? Um, I don't, I don't know if it's attempted kidnapping. It's definitely going to be probably, um, it's going to be aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, that being the car, you know, that, that could be like a second degree felony punishable by up to 15 years in prison in Florida. Okay. You know, right. so I mean, that's going to be number one. Could be attempted kidnapping. Um, and I, the thing is, you go there on some felony charges. Um, I don't know, I don't know what his priors are. He, he could be looking up to like five years in prison. I mean, he's, he just, he's just, He's got to be better than this. You know, this, this kind of decision making, he shouldn't get the child. I don't think he should get the child, unfortunately. No, I think he's demonstrated that he's, he's, he's a fly off the handle type of guy. Yeah, I mean, that's a terrible, terrible decision to make in that situation. So I was also thinking about the amount of damage that was done to the Cutler yeah. estate. Oh. Hundreds of thousands, probably. Well, mean, at least a hundred grand. The that gates, found the gate, the, fountain, that fountain, the door, the structure. The door? I'm sure oh, it's a hundred thousand. I mean, I mean, you've got to get a company to come tow that rig out. The, I mean, listen, these costs add up. They do. They the, do. The lawn, yeah. um, the sprinkler system, the gate, the electronic, but the the whole the structure of the house has yeah. been damaged. Absolutely, they know? may have to condemn that house. Listen, I mean, again, that's over a hundred thousand dollars. I'm sure you know there could be restitution in that in a case like that. You know, and you violate your probation because you don't pay your restitution. Hawk is looking at a lot of problems overall. And so, so you're thinking, okay, well, he's done. He's done. So we see, right. we see Hawk's in jail. He's in jail. Clearly, he's in jail. Hasn't bonded out. No. Who's going to bond him out? Who's going to bond Bull him out? Early. Yeah. So he, uh, the, uh, the corrections officer comes up, says he got a visitor. It's uh, Grandpa Cutler's personal assistant. And he basically says, look, here's the deal. You know, you're fucked. You know, you, 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 you're, you're going to need money for lawyers and all this stuff, which you don't have. And he goes, all we want is for you to leave the state and we're going to drop all charges. But you also have to sign over custody of Michael. Very good. And then Michael comes and sits down and basically, you know, visiting his dad in jail and says, look, you know, uh, this is the right thing. I got to stay with grandpa. The kid's making some like, you know, he's making sense and things he's saying to, to to his dad. I, I, I didn't even think about this entire time, but he's right. He, he, the guy's a trucker. How's the kid going to go to school? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and he's saying things like, you know, well, we would just be together. Like, come on, Hawks. You got to think a little bit better than this, man. I mean, are we working under the assumption that Hawks lives in his truck? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this, he's a uh, trucker. Yeah. You don't, you don't see him at the beginning of the movie. You don't see him getting ready at an apartment. Dude, I, I do family law cases. You know, if you're a trucker, you don't get primary custody of your child. Because he can't, he just can't go to school every day. It's it's not a stable environment for the child, which is what he's saying. I just, I just need a stable environment, Dad. You know, 
So now we're. But you still don't have to. You still don't have to sign over your rights to the child. Get a job in the area and establish yourself. Don't sign your rights over forever, Hawk. Yeah. Not an attorney. So this is the end of Act Two of the movie. Right. And again, I stress, I'm not exactly sure what type of movie this is. I don't know. So now it's on to Vegas. So we see Hawk. We see Hawks. He's driving to Vegas. He's working out on his Nautilus in the truck. You know, gets to Vegas. You know, all, all all charges dropped. All charges are dropped. He's he's free and clear. Drives to Vegas, five-hour drive from Los Angeles, so it doesn't take him long to get there. This is where the movie just starts to ratchet up to another this level. This is it, man. This you, is it. You start to, this you is know, what you remember when you, when you, you know. When you, you start remember. to hear uh, the, the Kenny Loggins song, Meet Me Halfway, starts playing. That's <laughs> right. I don't remember. Again. And Meet me halfway. So Hawks needs money. Now, let's talk about this arm wrestling tournament. It's the it's the World Arm Wrestling Tournament. The World International. He is Jose Cuervo Invitational Truckers Division. Yeah, I'm telling you. So this is, he, it. this is what's on the line for him, okay? First place gets $100,000 and a $250,000 Volvo truck with a sleeper camp. Oh, so, oh, wait, they get $100,000 too? The, yeah, there's, they get $100,000 oh, female division. <laughs> the female division get $50,000. There's that, a throwaway line. I heard that. That's a nice little touch in this movie. Yeah. They didn't have to add a female. Female division. No, but it was nice. nice. Very and nice. They went fifty man. grand. Fifty grand for that. Very the, nice. You had some, some female action going. Yeah. On no, there, they were great. They're tough, Very tough, good. tough ladies. You know, I'm telling. <laughs> tough ladies. Tough ladies. And you know, and good for them. And so this is what this is what you win if you win the contest. It's a hundred thousand dollars cash. Oh, I like how you have this in your notes. By exactly. The way. A two hundred and fifty thousand dollar Volvo rig with a sleeper cabin. With the sleeper cabin. So he's no you know, more sleeping. No in the truck. more sleeping in the front seat the front for his seat. truck. Right, right, right. So Hawk. He's going to go all in. Now, he's got a working vehicle. He has a working truck. He is. You've got to set some stakes up for this arm wrestling match because otherwise, what's the point? We see him take it to a truck dealership and the truck dealer says, listen, I appreciate, you know, you're you know, how sentimental this, this truck is to you, but all I can give you is how much? $7,000. dollars $7, $7, I, I, I would like to see him maybe shop it around a little bit, you know, before taking that $7,000. i have got to think that in maybe, Vegas. Maybe, maybe, maybe get $8,000. Yeah, maybe I mean, $8,500. No haggling. I mean, that's. Well, you don't need much of a choice. If Pawn oh. Stars has taught me anything, is that there's a little wiggle room in in any offer when exactly. you're when you're selling something. Exactly. And every little bit counts for Hawk. Man, that's all the money he has. So he gets seven thousand. Takes it. What does he do with that seven thousand? He goes to he goes right to the Hilton where the arm wrestling tournament's happening. Ask what's the odds on Lincoln Hawk. Guy just knows how to. The, the lady goes, "What's the odds on Hawk?" He just looks up in the air, goes, "Uh, Hawk, uh, twenty to one." <laughs> twenty to one. Twenty to one. <laughs> and he goes, uh, "I'd like to bet seven thousand. The guy and the guy, mind you, this is the guy taking bets. This guy has probably seen a lot of action. And he goes, "Ooh, now that's what I call gambling." Now, you know what? Honestly, I I felt the guy on that. You He's know, like, well, we, listen, when, when an arm an arm wrestling match in Vegas, and you put you throw seven grand on a twenty to one shot, you know what? That's gambling. That's so, gambling. So that's $140,000 if he wins. Did the math on that. Right. 140 okay. on that. So he is looking at when the when it's when the dust settles, 350, he's looking at about $490,000 between cash, cash and, and prizes. prizes. That that's that's what he stands to make right big. now. It's big time. And that's important cuz we're going to get to something in a moment. So, he's he's getting he's getting geared up. He's ready for this. 
Meanwhile, we see funny, funny, by the way, when he's getting geared up, you know, if you notice like the t-shirts these guys are wearing, ah. my son's watching this thing and he's like, is that, a, is that, is that a girl shirt or a boy shirt? It's like, well, in the eighties, that was okay for a man to wear. Absolutely. <laughs> was it like the little V-neck? It was a V-neck tank top. I've never seen it. Instead of the V-neck tank top, like almost like not a full tank top. It was a little over the shoulder, little, it, you know, you very know, sexy. Haven't, haven't been able to find one of those. I've been looking to, you know, been trying to change my, my appearance every once in a while. Oh, I mean, like, isn't Jane Fonda wearing one of those? I, I think so. So a different me, time, son. Meanwhile, we've got Michael back at Grandpa's, and he's uh, rooting around in his mom's room. He right. is. He is looking. He's looking for evidence. He is trying to find out. You know, he, he's on. So you, you think he was looking for the cards? I think or he, he was. happened to come upon the cards. Oh, he, he maybe he may have just been you know going through her stuff. Was there, but, was there music playing at the time? Uh, uh, meet me halfway. Me, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, play, yeah, that's yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, that's been playing good. for a while now. And <laughs> if you if you really listen hard. Yeah. Playing Meet Me Halfway, it's in the background of the entire movie. Just it, slightly. It really is. It, you know it, I love that song. I was listening to it this morning on Spotify when I was Close having my coffee. So we get Meet what, me halfway. What we have is and then he find he finds the, the cards. He finds he finds a, a treasure trove of of cards and letters. So, so 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 what are we to think? That the that the grandpa took the cards and didn't let him have it? Yeah, because if these are in the mom's room. You think the mom would have known the mom didn't withhold them, did she? Maybe she did. I mean, mom must have because them. Grandpa would have thrown them out. Grandpa would have thrown them out. He would have, he'd have burned Grandpa them. Grandpa would have like put them in a nice, in a nice little nice bow tie. And, yeah, you know, they're, they're all. So why did Mom do that? That's a great question. You know, I think it's like the Toledo incident. We're never going to get the answer. She made a mistake. She made a mistake. That's <laughs> yeah, all she I'm wants to say. That for all my everything happens to me. I, Listen, I'm not going to talk about. It. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. So won't, won't happen again. Well, so, Mom, you're dead. This, I know it's not going to happen again. So Michael finds the letters. He is inspired. He knows his dad's in Vegas right now. He's right. in Los Angeles. He's got to get to Vegas. Right, so what, what, what's a 12-year-old to do in those moments? He's going to go into the <laughs> grandfather's garage, the 18-car the, uh, garage where there's vintage automobiles. There's all <laughs> kinds of things. There's the classic Buicks in there. And he decides to take the little Toyota pickup truck, maybe because it was a five-speed manual and he's learned how to drive one of those. But even the big rig, though, it seemed like you had, I don't know anything about big rigs, but he turned the key and you got to press a button to start it. Absolutely. This is different, though, right? This, I, mean, I don't know if he could drive that truck, the car, the way he did. I don't know. He, he but take, he did. I he, get it. He takes the truck. Now, thankfully, the gates were open. Oh, they hadn't, probably hadn't been repaired yet. Hadn't been repaired yet. I mean, so he give, take, give Grandpa a little bit of time, all right, to, to repair everything. He right? takes don't off, pin him with that brush. He takes off to the airport. Again. How does no, he know how to get ex- to the airport? Exactly. I was about to say, no GPS. No GPS. You know, there's no smartphones. Did, did, how do you get a ticket? I mean, he's all, he, he got to LAX. Bravo! Doesn't no get any questions. No, no, and, and with LA traffic, he's probably made it there relatively quickly. Uh, he pulls up to the uh, departure gate. Guy's like, "Hey, you can't park the truck here." Just throws the keys at him. Says, "You keep it." And keep guy, it. Guy's like, "What are you talking about? How does he get on an airplane?" I don't know. This is of this course is, this is before this, 9/11. This is pre nine eleven. This is pre nine eleven. It's nineteen eighty. You know. You know. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, any, yeah, any kid can get on any kind of plane. Yeah, I mean, we, anybody. I mean, Macaulay Culkin got on the wrong plane in you Home that. Alone too. Exactly. You know. So that. yeah, I mean, that's just. I'm sorry to say, that's just the reality of how it was back it was then. A le- le- leave it where it is. We're just gonna leave it that. So he got a mistake. He made a bad mistake. He got a flight to Vegas. That's what we're gonna establish. Pan Am made a bad mistake. They did. And it won't happen again. Little Michael Cutler's made it to Vegas. All right. He's in Vegas. Now it's time for the good stuff. This is when we start to hear the song, Winner Takes It All. All right. We're mm. getting, now we're getting to the nitty gritty of the actual arm wrestling we're in match. Vegas now, baby. And this is, this is great. A lot of action. This is a great scene. There's arm wrestling tables everywhere, thousands of people. A couple things I wrote down. A lot of these guys, 
They're wearing like these platform shoes. Yeah, what was that? I, I, I mean, saw that. What I, was I, that? I mean, I, I guess to get an advantage, or, or just to be the same height. I don't know. That seemed weird to me. I mean, maybe, maybe it's an arm wrestling thing. I don't know. But like, you would think this is like this. This is like the Super Bowl of arm wrestling. Like, this is the biggest competition. Every in the world. single one of them is a personality. Now, you know I mean? there's a a great announcer who's controlling the crowd. All right. Oh yeah, he right, and yeah. he is. Uh, he is going to make sure that well, y- you, as the viewer are aware of something very important. Well, that's the thing. You know, if, if if someone beats you, are you out of the tournament? No, I, no. I don't, I don't know if you knew this I'm, or not, not watching I'm the not movie. Sure. I'm not sure if you saw this watching the movie, but it's actually, a, this tournament is a double elimination tournament. Meaning? Meaning, basically, this is how the announcer says it. Just a reminder, this is a double elimination <laughs> tournament. Mind you, saying just a reminder, I means he's already said it 20 it, times. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> and, and reminder, and he goes, to clarify, that means if you lose once, you're not out of it. In other words, in other words, this is a double elimination. Just to reiterate, if Hawk ever loses yes. in this movie, let's stop. The movie is not over. We will continue with the movie because it's double elimination. Let's uh, which means <laughs> he loses. Let's stop the movie for a moment. All right, everybody, does everyone understand what happens when I say double elimination? I'm not saying that Hawks is going to lose, yeah. but if he were to lose on camera, please do not leave the theater because it's a double elimination tournament which means <laughs> <laughs> and he just, this guy's going into crazy world this, guy, this guy's tripping on acid this which means higher all the way to the, in other words to the semifinals you hear him say this is a double elimination meaning meaning so uh, and and this is just a, another great <laughs> montage you got you know basically it's back and forth back and forth what you are the names of these guys they're, they're, well they're okay so look, before we the get canadian to, champion before we get to before we get to the names <laughs> to the final eight um you know you see you see just monsters these monster guys man and and one guy gets his arm broken it's a really tough scene because you're watching like this arm wrestle on his arm just the thing is, what, what what's the of, of um, through of all cinematic history what is the number one arm break in arm wrestling of all time in any movie? What movie? Not it's not over the top. Oh oh, do tell. It's gonna be fly with Jeff Goldblum. Oh, that's correct. When, when Jeff Goldblum breaks his arm in arm wrestling, yes. that, that's an arm break. That's an arm break. That's how you break an arm. Because this is a PG rated movie. I so was it PG? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I would have I would have loved to have seen you know like a late guy, late entry. With the, here he is, the fly. <laughs> So we have a, in mind what, what we're seeing, we're seeing the cameras, uh, the, the movie's really focusing on a handful of these arm wrestlers. You got Hawk, he's in there, he's he's winning, Bull Hurley's just smashing people. We're going to see a few other people. We get to the, the the round of eight, and this is where- And he's winning, by the way. And Hawk's winning. Listen, Hawk's winning, Bull Hurley is just running through people, man. Huh, 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 knocks them down, man. I love Bull Hurley in this. I'm telling you, so we get a- uh, we get to the round of eight. There's four tables. They've set up four tables, <laughs> and the announcer comes up, and we're about we're here. We're here to the final eight competitors. These are the eight I'm, best I'm, competitors. Great some, light lighting was beautiful. Yeah, the, the, the tiles on the ground. He goes, are, he goes. He goes. Let's introduce. Let let me introduce you to our eight finalists. But before I do that, I just want to remind everybody <laughs> that this is a double elimination. Still, it still is double elimination. Just wanted to reiterate to everybody, we have not changed the format of the tournament. And if Hawk loses early, there will still be more movie. (laughs) 
And so we start to see some of these guys that the, the, the film has been focusing on. We see we saw see John Grizzly. Love John Grizzly. And John Grizzly isn't as big as the other guys, if you notice. He's just more grizzly he's than more, Yeah, he's got this big giant beard. And and what's great is you get like a little documentary style footage where they're all standing oh, in front of the wonderful. truck and these guys are all that's just like wonderful. These guys are like, Yeah, yeah, I don't need anybody to pat me on the back. Uh, I'm just here to do my best. And one, his, one, one guy just wants to be the best. He goes, yeah. I just want to be the best one time. I love that. That, guy. that that's mad dog Madison. Mad Mad Dog Madison. Mad Dog Madison. Was he the Canadian champion? No, the Canadian champion is Car- Carl Adams. Carl- the Canadian champion, <laughs> Carl Adams. You know, we, got, we got Bull, Bull Hurley, Hawk, Grizzly. Yeah. There's Carl Adams. <laughs> and then we've got Henry Bosco. He goes, and he would say where they're from. And they, they're the Canadian champion. And he's like, from the Teamsters, Henry Bosco. <laughs> and that's what Henry's like. He's like, my, my body's the engine. He holds up his arm. And my, this is the fire plug. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you know, I get it. That sounds that's pretty right, good, man. And, uh, you got the five-time reigning champion, Bull Hurley. And Bull Hurley's just, you know, he's all confident. He's got his baseball cap on. He's like, listen, all I do is kick ass, take names, you break arms. Love Bull Hurley. He's like, and he goes, he goes, and he's like, he's like, nah, there ain't a shitting one of you out there that can beat me. A shitting one of you. That's right. I never heard that, man. Yeah. Bull Hurley can pull that and off. And he goes, he goes, and the newcomer from the trucker division, right. Lincoln Hawk. And before we talk about Lincoln Hawk, just want a reminder for everybody, this is a double elimination <laughs> tournament. <laughs> And they go, and they get the link, cut the Lincoln Hawk, and he's just like, all of a sudden, here's Hawk, uh, who throughout the movie is just calm, cool, collected, talking to Michael, talking to Grandpa. He's like stuttering, like he's purposely acting like he's nervous on camera, and he's just like, well, uh, you know, uh, you know, really uh, about being the uh, being the champion is uh, doesn't really mean anything to me. I just, uh, I just really, I just, really, I just really need this truck. <laughs> Almost like it's like, like if any of you will just like, you know, give me, yeah. give me some charity. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm destitute. Listen, 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 if I lose, I'm fucked. So very good. All right. And then he's like, but then I started because I started writing down the names. One, two, three, four, five. They left three people out. He's like, let's meet the eight champions. I guess they were running out of time on this one. So we get to this is like the semifinal. And this is where all of that reminding that this is a double elimination finally pays remind off. Everybody. So Lincoln loses to, to Grizzly. He, he loses. And he gets his arm. It, it, it like it pulls a pulls a muscle something in there, and 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 he loses. And he's holding his arm. And the announcer's so, so like, that, "That's the tournament's over, then, right?" He's the, out. No, no, he's not because he's Why? holding his arm. And you and you as the viewer but are like, lost. But what's going to happen? And the announcer goes, "Lincoln Hawk has lost the match." But a reminder, he is not out <laughs> because this is double elimination. He's got to lose one more time. <laughs> so so then we get to you know uh, you know so we're he's got he's got to arm wrestle him again. He's got to, you know, and so he's he's getting. Like, we can't gloss over something, which I think we're glossing over. Oh, the it's, gri- gri- it's just bull. No, well, yeah, that too. But bull Hurley, again, running through competitors, he's, man. It's not <gasps> even close. <gasps> Third one, banging him out, man. I love bull Hurley. Yeah, he's he's great. Who, who did Bull Hurley, I think, beat? Was, wasn't the Canadian champion. It was the first. Who's it? Uh, the Canadian champion was uh, Carl Adams. <laughs> so, <laughs> the Canadian champion. So, so Bull Hurley, and, and he ran through Carl Adams. He did. He did. And Carl, they, they were about the same size. In fact, I think Carl Adams a little bigger than him. A little bigger, a little more cut. Yeah, you know he mean? did. He, but he Bull Hurley was, was, was the heaviest of the competitors, for you know, sure. As a Canadian, I was really pulling for Carl Adams course, in this entire course, match. Like, I, I mean, I understood that Lincoln had a good shot, but I was, I was really pulling for. So, so Bull Hurley beat Carl Adams. Yes, he beat okay. Him. okay. And then he and it was and he was fighting and who's 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 a Well, well, Henry Bosco from the Teamsters. Henry Bosco from he the was Teamsters. fighting he was arm wrestling a guy that wasn't introduced and okay. uh Grizzly was uh, arm wrestling somebody that was arm wrestling say Grizzly was arm wrestling Hawk and um Mad Dog Madison was uh 
arm wrestling another guy. So, see, Grizzly made a bad a, a bad mistake, which was I'm not sure why he did this, but it was a bad strategic error. If you noticed, at one point in the movie, he drank gasoline to actually help him, and he did. Well, that he backfired. There's two things he does. There's two things he does. The first time he arm wrestles Lincoln, he's been smoking. He's actually smoking a cigar, right. which which apparently is completely <laughs> legitimate and allowed to happen at the table. Right. He's got he's, right. they, it's equipment. And it's I think equipment. One, I think one of the refs said, "Hey, uh, there's no smoking in here," so he just chews it up and swallows. <laughs> It. That was the first one. Uh, I mean, I, I think if you want to go through the intimidation of it, chew it up. I can see that. Spit it out. Yeah. You don't have to no. swallow a fucking half a cigar. The second rematch. So, so here's what happens. Okay. So there's a there's a little intermission between Hawks losing and his rematch, and he's uh, he's summoned up to the presidential suite, right? Where he's going to meet Grandpa and, Cutler. And again, little things in movies that I appreciate. They hey, come up, come up to see uh, Grandpa. You know. He doesn't just go up and see Grandpa. He asks the tournament director, how much time do I have? Yeah, you have time? 30 minutes. And just remember, you're not out of this tournament because it's double elimination. Uh, so he has time to go up and see Grandpa. He's got time. So he goes up to the presidential suite of the Hilton. Grandpa, by the way, and I want to tell you something right now. This is, this is, I'm watching this today and I'm saying to myself, this was a pretty nice move on Grandpa's part because yeah. Hawk has already signed over custody. Right. And Hawk, uh, Grandpa wants to give Hawk a little leg up. And he says, look. Why, why did he do that? I he still, goes, I'm not so he sure says, why look, he did that. He says, listen, I just want you just out of out of our life. Just I want you gone. But I've got something for you. Come look. I, he looks off the balcony. He goes, that's the best rig money can buy. It's yours. Take it. Here's a check for $500,000. So, so, so he's Classy. He was looking at 490000 in cash and prizes if he wins the tournament. That truck, if it's the best truck money can buy, is another two hundred fifty. And he's hurt at this and point. He's hurt. Yeah, so he's, he's got 700000 There's now seven hundred. dollars He's already sent his rights over. It's a guaranteed seven hundred and fifty grand uh, on the table. Grandpa didn't have to. He didn't have to do he, it. I mean, I know that. He didn't have to buy the truck and showcase it for him, right? He yeah. said, hey, I'm going to buy you a really nice truck. Yeah. No. I was like, that's why he is, Grandpa is who he is. That's why he has the money he has, little touches of paying attention to detail. Uh, absolutely. But Hawks is not, he wants none of this. No, no, and so, and so he goes, are we done here? I'm, he, he, he throws the check back at him. He tries to leave. This and, is but, when, and, and then he, but he tells Hawk, and in the, in the director's cut, you don't see this, but he tells Hawk, well, now that you're out of the tournament because you lost, um, I'm going to give you this stuff. And then the, 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 announcer, the announcer comes running. No! <laughs> You didn't. Maybe you didn't understand, but this is a double elimination. The, the phone rings and he picks it up. Hello, hey, it's a double. It's a double elimination. No, you're wrong. You didn't have to buy all this stuff. <laughs> so he's not. I don't understand what you mean by that. Well, click. Uh, so Hawk tries to leave. This what do is, you mean? This is when uh, when when Terry Funk he's blocking the door. He says, "Mr. Cutler's not finished talking to you." And he's like, "Well, I'm finished talking to him." And Funk gives him a little push. Again, Hawk giving the guy every chance to like not get physical. You know, and just like let me go. Hawk gives him a few punches through the broken breaks the, you, breaks the doors which could be very very you can you can hurt yourself getting thrown through a plate glass window could Absol- cut you can tell you can absolutely yeah again I mean, have we not learned anything from you know the first incident he could have killed the guy again back in jail when stallone turns around and looks at grandpa and says when this is over i'm coming for mike and grandpa to be like uh no you're not no, you've, 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 you've clearly just demonstrated again right. which right. will hold right. up in any court of law that you're a maniac and you've already signed your rights over. Yeah. And you've already lost once. So so you're at the tournament, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So we get back down there. Michael finds his father. He's, Dad, I want to be with you. I want to be with you. Uh, Lincoln says, I don't know if I'm going to win this, if I don't win this. So nice touch. Nice we, touch. We've, got, we've got more stakes. 
Nice touch. But, but he's showing the, that he's doubting himself. He's doubting himself that Michael gives him the speech. Gives him the that speech he that he gave, yeah, he says, listen, dad, you know, all that's bullshit. Everything you said is bullshit about. And he goes, you, you know, the world's not going to meet you halfway. And you, you know, you got to prove it to yourself. So basically what's on the line for him now is a truck, cash, his son. He, he, he's got to win. And he's hurt. And he's hurt. And he's hurt. I mean, the, nice job on building the stakes on this one. This was important. And you got Bull Hurley in front of you. And we got Bull Hurley, but you got to get through Grizzly again. Oh, he's, he's, he's got Grizzly. He's got to right. fight Grizzly That's again. Right. So when Grizzly's got the va- uh, Valvoline can, he's just <laughs> and drinking it. Funny little postscript to and, that. And Grizzly has like handlers there. Like someone's yeah. got to step in and be like, no, Grizzly, don't drink the gasoline. No, you've got to, you just had a cigar. So in his, he's, in his, he's, <laughs> got, he's, got, he's got cigar Grizzly. and Valvoline. He's got, he's got 10W30 in a cigar in his, in his <laughs> stomach right now. So another match. This time Hawk wins. There's a great little scene where you see Grizzly. Now he's lost. Dumping a couple of Alka-Seltzer into a glass. That was a nice touch. So we're down, we're down to the final four. Now, the final four is Henry Bosco from the Teamsters, okay? Mad Dog Madison. No, yeah, it's Mad Dog Madison. I don't know, guys. Listeners, correct me if I'm wrong. It's it's either it's either uh, Mad Dog Madison or, or the Canadian champion, Carl Adams. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's Mad Dog. Mad I'm, Dog. I'm with Mad Dog. You got Lincoln's going against Henry Bosco, Harry Bosco from the Teamsters. From the Teamsters. Which is an int- controversial. This is a controversial match. Well, I, I like this match. It's, it's, this, one, this is, I guess, next to the final match. This is my favorite match right here. Is, you know, so what happens is the ref's like, you ready? 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 Go. And I, I, pop. He wasn't ready. Said go. He said go. You know said go. But yeah. you, you, usually you don't think about it with arm wrestling. You, I learned a lot about arm wrestling through this. You know what I mean? And, and, you, and you know what? I wrote the book. So you did. for teaching me something. Literally is, is, wrote the book. Listeners, the there book. is a link in the description of this episode yeah, where you can get it. his book. And uh, sign, the, a sign autograph copy of, of my book. You know, what happened to me in Toledo? Yeah. You know, amazing. But it, go. Hits it fast. Hits it fast. Boom. And you, and you know what? He kind of had, he, he couldn't afford the damage to the arm a whole nother. So he, no, this again, was, technical, technical arm wrestling. That's exactly it. And you were talking to me the other day about the importance of technical arm wrestling. It's, all, it's technical because you saw arm wrestling. It's, it's, it's not all strength. You saw me. I was out uh, I was out uh, on the street the other day, and you saw me arm wrestling with somebody, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. said my form my form was completely you, you, off. You, you, you're trying to muscle it too much. No, you know? I was. a lot of technique, I was. footwork. And what was nice, because you came up to me, uh, I lost that match. Uh, it was best two out of three. I had ten dollars on the line, and what was great is you just slapped me in the face six times, right? Exactly. Just real quick, <laughs> right, right, right. real quick. Pop, 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 pop. And then I was, I went back, and I, I was able to. I, won. I, I won the dollar, so it was, it was I won good. The dollar. So, and then Bull Hurley, of course, wins his, and then we're down to the finals. Wow. And then no more. Bull talk, Hurley is as confident as they can be. No more talk of double elimination at this point. No. Because it's the well, finals. Wait, wait, wait. Did Grizzly lose one before this? He, he had to have because Why? it was a double elimination. Oh, okay. Right, okay. Let, let me explain what that means, though. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we have to assume that Bosco, Madison, the Canadian champion, they Carl, all they one. all lost at one point. Uh, but we get to. The, oh, well, you know what? I, I hate to say this. I hate to say this. Well, maybe there's different different rules for the finals, but do we have to assume that Bull Hurley's already lost one as well? Well, it's it's it can't be double elimination in the finals because they, they would have showed us that Burl, Bull Hurley had lost. Right, so it must be a different rule set for the finals. Yeah, it would have right. been nice if he would have mentioned that. Right. Give us even more stakes. Right. And by the way, finally, anyway, this is single in elimination. It's not double elimination, so Bull Hurley has not already lost one. And what that means is, <laughs> and it's great, so we got the final table, and he goes, the announcer goes, let's meet our referees for this final match. <laughs> 25 referees come out. <laughs> what are we doing? We get up to the table and 
it's it's on grandpa get in, in the, here grandpa's in the crowd michael's in the crowd no, I, I like it when grandpa's in the crowd if you yeah. notice he's like the, 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 the kids the grandpa's like all right we're gonna get out of here after this match <laughs> like even grandpa's like what's going on here let me see what's happening when this is over right we're out of here right right we'll, we'll finish up this match though this is let's pull early right there so i want to see this so we got we've got the we got the main table and <sighs> i can't even begin to tell you how much bigger Bull Hurley is Bull Hurley is then, but even the announcer goes, "This is incredible." Lincoln Hawk has got to have less than a hundred. There's got to be a hundred pound differential between these guys. Unbelievable! Unbelievable. And we we get the match, and he's your mind. Bull Hurley says, "You're mine. This is it. This is it." Get in here. He psychs him out. He does psych him out. Support. He's he's, he's got to step out. Yeah, it was out. it was kind of like the first match in Rocky Three mm-hmm. when Clubber Lang's yeah. just like, "I'm gonna bust you up," and I'll bust you up, and 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 uh, Rocky won't even look at him like that. That's how psyched like. That's how psyched out Hawk looks. We get in there, match is starting, uh, and I guess you were you were explaining to me the the pull away, the pull away. You were, again, you, again, Hawk's very technical on the arm wrestling table. Again, he's losing that match. Apparently, is it cheating? I don't know if it's cheating, but, but it, you, you, you he pulled he pulled out. Well, you you were telling me that what happened in Toledo had something to do with the pull away. It did. It did. You have to read the book. Yeah. All right. I mean, yeah. you made my a, time in Toledo. Somebody made my a time mistake. with Bull Hurley in Toledo. Somebody made a mistake. Somebody made a mistake. So then. They're like, the announcer's like, all right, we're going to come back. Now we're going to have to bring the strap. That was cool, though. Even when I was a kid to this day, like, oh, the strap. They put a strap around there. So it's like this. It looks like a leather, looks like a little leather straight jacket. They're just putting on, they're just, they're strapping their arms together. They're strapping their hands together. That was cool. Like, there's no, there's no. And I watch arm wrestling to this day. You can watch it. I mean, they do that little strap thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, uh, you know, just for shits and giggles. Bull gives him a little, little, little gift before the uh, match. Just jab him in the nose. Jabs him right in the nose. He's like, nose hurt. Han Hawks. Not even trying to hide the fact. Like he's admitting he did it intentionally. Like you just assaulted him. But if if you hear the refs, I think the refs at one point go, that's your second foul, Bull. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do earlier? You're going to have more than two fouls in this. This is not two fouls elimination. I mean, that's you just you just assault the man. <laughs> right, right, right. And this is clearly televised. You get, you get three of them, though. You get three. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. But, but listen, in his defense, you know, he did slip out. Hawk slipped out. He did. All right. So he Hawk did. is doing his own thing, too. But now they're strapped in. He's but been punched in the face. What I like about the strap is that it keeps the... Uh, the two fingers, the middle finger and the index finger, available. You can still move them, because because throughout the entire uh, tournament, we haven't seen Hawk go over the top. Hasn't had to. He hasn't had to. He has now. Hasn't had to. And he didn't do it the, in the the beginning of that first match with Bull when he pulled up. He, so they're going back and forth. And what's great? There's a couple scenes where it looks like Bull's just almost gets him down. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they make this last, match last like five minutes. And at some point, like I mean, you know, actually, he, he Stallone is getting. Uh, I mean, Hawk's getting Bull. And he's getting him yeah. down. Yeah. And Bull, Bull seems to have this gear. If he wants to just reverse he, the he whole just, thing. He just, rawr, just pulls him right back over. But can't hit it. Just can't stop it there. You know, we're, we're an inch away from getting him pinned. And they go back and forth for a little bit. You know, even hear the announcer. This is going on for over a minute. Unbelievable. This, this is unbelievable. Uh, and then, so, listen. Make no mistake about it. He, he goes over the top. You see the, the fingers move. That was a big up. exaggerated. Yeah, over the top. Over the top. I mean, and, 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 and Michael's the, in the crowd going, over the top, Dad. Over the top. <laughs> over the top. And I mean... Nobody beats you like Bull Hurley, but no one loses like Bull Hurley. Yeah. Ah, ah, just screaming, and then you just, and then all of a sudden you just hear, ah, you just, you. you well, the thing is, well, when whenever you beat somebody at arm wrestling, I learned this from from this movie. You don't just beat them normally. You have to pull your hand back. You got a couple yeah, you inches, pull it back. and then jerk it. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean. 
Hawk wins the match. But they're still strapped. It was they're great. It was still strapped because Every, he's Bull. But and Bull's lost all of his mojo at that point. Bull's kind of like he's, dejected. He's just down. He's just like you know. But Bull, Bull gave him a little hands up, he, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he gave him. Yeah, like listen, there was there was a respect there. Respect. There was there. a respect there. People. So what? So do, I, guess, I guess the kid goes home now with Grandpa because he signed over his rights. No, actually not. In fact, we're not exactly sure how that conversation even happened. I guess <laughs> there's a whole director's cut where it shows you know in a Las Vegas courtroom with a family court judge <laughs> right, right. basically saying. Uh, but no, we just cut to uh, kid runs up. He's in his arms. He's got the big giant trophy. I'm sorry, listen. He, the judge is like he beat Bull Hurley, so That's obviously it. he yeah, can handle he, he can handle this child. The grandfather is just like you know I did everything I could, but, but <laughs> you know, damn it, why did it have to be a double elimination? And again, and then what? And then we get them walking out of the Hilton. Starting a business together they're, they're with a 12-year-old? Yeah. No, he's, he's got to go back to the yeah. to wherever the, the school. The military the academy. The military academy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he can't do a... He can't run a business with you, Hawk. And they're coming, coming up with a name. Son and Hawk. And I give I give Hawk credit. He's like, you know what sounds better? Hawk and son. But just, you know... A little egotistical. It's all about Hawk still. Hawk and Hawk's business. Like, get your kid back to military school. What exactly is the kid going to be doing in this business? <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. He's going to be the president. Is he going to be the intelligent book, one? Book, He's going to be the book president. Keep, book, bookkeeper? He's going to crunch the numbers? <laughs> I don't know, man. So, so that's over the top. Over the top. Now, let me ask you this. This is a movie I've seen multiple times throughout the years. And listeners, by the way, it's available for free on YouTube right now. Gotcha. I, I recommend everybody watch it. I, I, I recommend every... If you, have a, if you have a boy between the ages of 5 and 50 that hasn't seen Over the Top, settle in, watch Over the Top with your son. It really is a good bonding film with your son. Let me ask you this. Good movie, bad movie, good, bad movie. How do you, how do you describe how, I mean, how do you rate these movies? Any movie that's been in your psyche yeah. since 1987, which it has been for mine, what's that? That's, that's almost 33 what? years. It's 33 years I'm thinking about over the top. So in that respect, it's a great movie. Yeah. You know? And it's a, still, it's, it's a, a Stallone movie. Nostal- nostalgia factor for me. Nostalgic factor. I grew up on this movie. Great, I mean, great, great soundtrack. A lot of fun. Uh, long stretches of nothing going on, but the final act, the, the third act of the film is is worth worth the price of admission. I mean, I mean, you know, you can't help but try to compare it to like the Rockies, and obviously it doesn't rise to the level of the Rockies. But take take over the top, and you, which of all the Rockies, which would you compare it to, Rocky? Five. Rocky, you, you, well, Rocky have five? To, well, because of the kid, oh, I, the bond, the kid thing. That's, you know, I mean, that's, I, but that's, that's well, I think well, Rocky five. I hear you on that. Rocky five and Rocky four, though, with, you know, the music montages, the, 80s, the lights. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a real it's a it's an amalgamation of both Rocky four and Rocky five. Oh, amalgamation. Yeah. So what would you say? An amalgamation. Amalgamation. I like that. <laughs> I don't know where that I, came from. I think from. that was one of like the, one of the six fighters in the, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the arm wrestlers. But before we go, I know you don't have any social media. For people to follow you, no. But if they want to get your book, Toledo. If you want to get my book, what happened in Toledo? Happened in Toledo? The mistake I made. Um, you can go go ahead and get that. Um, and I think if know, people search for you, they can find clips of you on YouTube in the underground wrestling circuit, cir- the underground arm wrestling circuit. Yeah, there, there, there's some stuff with me. I fought Bull Hurley a couple of times. I remember that. Um, I fought the uh, not the Canadian. I fought the Ukrainian. Um, not the champion, but just a, a Ukrainian. That's absolutely uh, right. Who I also arm wrestled, and you can you can go to get my book at uh, Barnes and Nobles or anywhere they they sell fine books. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to follow this show on Twitter, you can do so at Dana Buckler Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Dana Buckler. You can follow me on Instagram at the Dana Buckler Show. You can check out the website thedanabucklershow.com, and you can email the show with questions or comments at thedanabucklershow at gmail.com. Mike, it's always a pleasure. My pleasure. Peace. And we're uh, uh, we're going to be doing we'll. Do Rocky Five soon? Yes, I cannot and, wait. And before we go, uh, there's one more thing I just wanted to let you know that um, this podcast is a double elimination. This is not a. 
<laughs> okay? Which means that if you listen to this episode once, you can listen to it one more you time. Can listen to it again. You can listen to it again. In other words, all right. My name is Dana Buckler, and thank you so much for listening.